Hey, everybody. This is the way. I like it. This is the way. I like it. This is what we're talking about in yeah. this episode. We get to it. Kind sort of a of. part tour. Yeah, kind of part two. Yeah, part two well, of... I guess we're uh, do part three sometime in the yeah, future. Yeah, exactly. So this is the way. Uh, check it out. Give us your feedback and uh, listen to... These words from our sponsor. The DC Experiment. And we're back. Hello, everybody. (laughs) That was my cue? No, I don't know. I just was playing with you to see what would happen. I just wanted to change things up a little bit and just see if anybody was like paying attention or what was going on there. Like, am I going to be that predictable every time? Every single time. I want to be as real and genuine as possible (laughs) on the show. And I don't want to be like, it's a show. I say, and we're back every time. Every time. Uh, But you don't. Because I did this time. I do, f- I do feel pretty good right now because I've had like four cups of coffee and I'm going to try and talk really fast and just... I always loved that guy who did... Uh, was it was it Matchbox? I forget the, the commercials back in the 80s where he's like the speed talker. Oh, no, the, the uh, Micro great. Machines. Micro Machines, that's what it was. Dude, I used to have Micro <laughs> oh, Machines. I remember great, one of the man. coolest things. My parents got me um, like a... It was a Micro, ma- micro Machine um, airport that mm. was like a little case. And so it would unfold and you could have all your little Micro Machines in there, but they had like little stuff and you come out with your airplanes and your cars and you're driving all around and you're just playing with these little tiny Micro Machine things and I loved it. And then, yeah, that was great. It was fun. Dude, I loved Micro Machines, but that guy would talk really fast. He was like... Yeah, he yeah. would just go... Speaking of retro uh, um, uh, commercials, yeah. I introduced uh, my family because I, I still remember from the 80s... Uh, do you remember the animal remote control? Oh, yeah. The animal. The animal. Right. Nothing, Nothing can stop. The animal. The animal. Right. And yeah, the claws totally. come out of the, the wheels. claws come out of the tires. Yeah, and I'm great. like, dude, I want one of those. I, I wanted one so bad. Never I, I never got one. Yeah, me neither. I know, but I wanted one. I thought that was super cool. But I did have my <laughs> a great Jones. commercial because we both remember <laughs> yes, the, the, the theme song. Dude, you know, talk about conditioning, mm. right? Or like getting those little jingles in there. Oh man, jingles are their music is such a powerful thing. Music powerful, right? And and I still remember that commercial. Yep. There's a wow. lot of commercials that I remember because of of the jingle, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, music, dude. Yep. Powerful. Absolutely. Anyways, let's take a deep breath. Here we are. <sighs> you, ooh, that was good, dude. That was, that was like therapeutic. That was a, uh, a very yeah, cleansing cleansing <sighs> breath. Now I need to drink some tea instead of coffee. Oh, speaking of. That was a long one. Wow. <laughs> so so I found something out because, you know, I do martial arts. And I so I did a poll. Wait a minute. Before you go that, yeah. I just want to let everybody know we're going to be talking about the way in this episode. This isn't a preview or anything like that. Oh. But we are going to talk about that. And oh, I want to okay. get into that further on yeah, in our will. episode. But Absolutely. we will. But So just hang in there while Dennis tells his dad jokes. Oh, dude. Oh, did I ruin it? <laughs> That's okay. Okay. That's no, okay. what did so, you learn this week? So I, <laughs> what did I, learn? <laughs> I did a poll, because, you know, I do martial arts. and So so I was asking. Did what, it hurt? Did it hurt? Uh, no. <laughs> I asked all these martial artists, these various martial artists that I know, what's their favorite drink, right? The consensus was martial artist's favorite drink is karate. <laughs> That's a good one. Except for except for Bruce Lee, Bru- you know what Bruce Lee's favorite drink was? Mm-mm, tell me, 
Wata. 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 What can I get you? What can I get you? Wata. Wata. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, Bruce was fun. That was good. Thanks. Better than uh, before, maybe. A couple I of weeks ago, you didn't really laugh at the. I didn't? No. Dude, at least you're bringing it. I'm, <laughs> I'm not bringing it. Do you even have one? I don't even week? have one. You don't have anything that happened to you this week? No. Nothing you learned this week? Nothing. You want to use this one? I've got nothing. <laughs> you want to <laughs> use this one? <laughs> what did you learn this week? Uh, I asked the nurse if I could do my own, own anesthesia. She said, knock yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> knock yourself out. Knock yourself out. I love it. That's pretty good. That's good. I thought it was a good one. I saved it. Just you know me. what? That reminds me of a story. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was this... My story? Uh, I had... <laughs> my story? <laughs> I had getting silly. This is the second episode of the second taping episode. Session. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I had surgery on my nose, right? Mm. Me too. Right. Yeah. And uh, the anesthesiologist came in to anesthetize you, and she was saying, "Hey, did I, you knock yourself out?" <laughs> no. She comes in and she's like, "Hey, I'm gonna, uh, uh, you know, administer the anesthesia, you know, blah blah blah." And they talk to you, and like, my name's Sarah. You know, and I'm like... Your name's Caleb. No, no, that's what she said. My, okay. name, my name's Sarah, and that's what you do. I was like, if you have any questions, just call me Sarah, whatever. Okay, great. She leaves, right? Yeah. I get on the table. They wheel me into the surgical room, right. and Sarah's there. And uh, <laughs> while uh, I'm surrounded by all these people, I'm like, Sarah, I'm feeling a little nervous, whatever. And she goes, uh, it's Dr. So-and-so. What? I'm like, but in the other room, you said call you Sarah. And now you're like, doctor. And then she's like, whoosh. She gives me the thing, and it hurt. What? She shot it in me so fast, dude. Oh. That it like. You didn't call her doctor. I know. I was like, doctor. 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 Yeah. And doctor. <laughs> doctor. Um, no feeling at all. <laughs> yeah, no feeling at all. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I just remember that it hurt. And she said, call me doctor. And mm. I'm like, Howie, I can still feel the sharp pain in my arm to this day. Hmm. I mean, like, not felt, but I could, ooh, it just makes wow. me, it just makes me, it makes me uh, flinch. Okay. Like, ooh, cause yeah. I felt like the vein was going to pop. Yeah, well, I can understand. And it hurt, dude. And then, and then I don't remember, I always, my wife said I was like flopping like a dead fish or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, and then I go right back out. Flopping like a dead fish. <laughs> You know, I just okay. had a hard time coming out of anesthesia. Wow. Well, I think. <sighs> Anyways, think here we are, ladies and gentlemen, Dennis and Caleb, the, in the underground bunker the in the DC middle of the night. Experiment. On the high desert, the high plains. Are we in the high plains? Are we in the mountain region? Uh, I, would, I would call this the prairie. We're on the high prairie at the foothills. Of the mountains. And we are broadcasting to you live. Live? We're not live. No, I know, but I'm just having fun with it. Okay. Durr. 
And so, uh, like, we're broadcasting to you. We're live right now. Well, yeah. You and I are alive. And when you listen to this, we, it will have been on microphones. Yeah. Well, it's just like when they put on YouTube videos, this was uh, recorded previously live. Yeah. So we could say the same thing. This was recorded previously. We were previously live doing it. Anyways, I wanted to share. Are you ready to share what you're going to share? No, I was actually. I was you're looking up completely something. Completely distracted by, um, by the lady who wanted you to call her doctor. Yeah, I know, right? And I was trying to make a snappy comeback about calling me maybe, but that was a Carly Rae Jepsen song that I don't even want to bring up right now. But I just did. How do I even know that name? I think it's because I because Google told me. That's why I don't. How do you know that name? Do you listen? Are you into the pop? No, I'm not. You you listen to fourteen-year-old. I just googled it. Call me maybe. Call me maybe. Can you sing it? No, I have no idea. Could not tell you. Probably do a copyright infringement if you try to sing it. Yeah, I think we would probably get in trouble. And get banned. We would never be able to be on the YouTubes. Nope. Well, speaking of which, you know, we need some uh, extra fundage if you want to see us on YouTube. Buy some merch. Buy some merch and uh, donate to our website because uh, we are trying to expand this operation of the DC experiment. Leggings. Go to our website, share it with people. We are on iHeartRadio, we're on Stitcher, we're like on all these other platforms, so you can find us pretty much wherever you enjoy listening to your podcasts. Buy coffee mugs. Yeah, right? Show up and do your best. We forgot to say that last week. We did. Did we say it? I can't remember. (gasps) My dad, he called me this past week, Yeah. and he goes, hey, I listened to your episode. Wednesday randomness. Yeah, and he goes, you know what? You guys are getting better. It's really good. And he's like, I <laughs> That's would like. encouraging. Yeah. Like, you guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I could like, that, I guess. You're getting better. Thanks. And Thanks he's like, you're that. getting good content and stuff. Thanks, Bill. And uh, he says, but I'm adding to your, he's like, I really like your your guys' little logo or saying, show up and do your best, but yeah. I'm going to add a little bit to it. What do you add? Yeah. He goes, I really like the show up and do your best and leave the, what? no, I'm sorry, dad. I'm, I'm slaughtering what you said. Show up and do your best. And leave the rest to God? Or let God take care of the rest? Let God take care of the rest? Yeah, so it's like, show up, do your best, and let God take care of the rest. That's it. That's it. It's like poetry. Love it. So I was like, dude, that's good. I like that. There's a Keith Green song back in, I think it was the early 80s, which was He'll Take Care of the Rest. It was really good. If you go back and listen to it, you could probably even find it on the YouTubes. Probably. Everything's on YouTubes. Yep. It's amazing. Keith Green. Do you remember, if you remember any Keith Green stuff? Keith Green? He, he, he died, I think it was a plane wreck. No, I'm not, I'm I, no, I don't, I don't remember. I, I grew up... Uh, very sheltered, hmm. you know, very, very he played sheltered. played the piano and sung. Except really when it came voice. to movies. For some reason, the, the movies were okay. My parents sheltered. You couldn't listen to anything that was bad, although I, I, did, I did sneak some <laughs> some bad, what, yeah. what was considered bad you music both. by my parentals units. I, I watched Cujo without my parents' permission. Sorry, Mom, I know you're probably listening, and Dad, you will too eventually. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, I, I remember we had HBO. And, um, I, you know, I, I thought, Ooh, Cujo. And I watched it and it was just this, you know, dog that had rabies. And I thought it was supposed to be about a dog that was like demon possessed or something, but that was why I wasn't supposed to, at least that's why I thought when I was that age that I wasn't supposed to watch it, but it was a dog with rabies. And I was like, Oh, this isn't anything like I thought it was. Yeah. Was it scary? But, uh, but it wasn't like demon possessed dog. It was just a rabid dog. Yeah. For some reason... But that was, you know, 
unacceptable for me to watch. At the Isn't time. that interesting? Yeah. Yeah, my parents were more strict with the music and stuff like that. Yeah. But movies, not so much. Like, we watched uh, The Fog. Ooh. Oh, like the 80s fog. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, for like one Halloween, we rented the fog, and we watched the fog. And <laughs> it's great to watch on Halloween. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. And uh, the thing that's funny Night Run is, Street that, is that, uh, you know, the fog knocks on the door three times. No, no, no. It's more like, knock, knock, knock. Oh, okay. And then, it, and then if you open the door, the fog comes in, right? And these mm. spirits come in with it, whatever. It's freaking terrifying. Yeah. And so, so my dad, right? So we watch this terrible, scary movie. We all go to bed. Oh, does your dad knock? And then my dad knocks on the door. And we're like, oh my God. And then I just hear my you hear dad the giggling. Door open. And then my dad's just giggling. That's funny. Oh, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we weren't allowed to to really listen to bad music, but we were allowed to watch Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, yeah. And that was pretty freaky. Yeah, well, was it back in the day? Back in the day, dude. It's nothing now. Oh, it's, it's still now. something. Uh, it's still something, dude. Okay, when uh, Sigourney Weaver starts levitating, yeah, that was, yeah, that's freaky. And then the things come out of the refrigerator and like grab her. Yeah, yeah that's, that's scary, that's, yeah. right? Because none of that was I uh, want CG. My young children to watch that. No. No, it's not it's CG. All it's all stuff. real stuff, though. Yeah. That's an actual arm coming out of there and grabbing yeah. it. It's terrifying. Yeah. And how they did their spirits and stuff like that. Yeah. It's pretty freaky. I'm the gatekeeper. Are you the key master? I know, dude. That's <laughs> classic. It's a fun show. It is uh, a good show, dude. I definitely still... not for kids. No, huh? Um, but I remember um, seeing this funny. I really got into the cranberries. Yeah. When I was... Uh, Young or like 15, 14, 15. Okay. Yeah, definitely before I drive. And I really liked the cranberries. Yeah. Just really liked it. Zombie was amazing, right? right? Linger, all those. Yeah. Big cranberries fan. And then uh, uh, one evening, I'm in my room listening to the cranberries. And my dad was like painting on the outside of the house. And he could hear this music outside my window. Mm Mm-hmm. And he opens the door just quickly, trying to catch me off guard listening to this <laughs> Satan music. Satan music. <laughs> Satan. And I heard him shut it off. He goes, what are you listening to? Mm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. nothing. <laughs> and he hits play, and it's the cranberries. Yeah. He hits stop on the recorder, yeah. takes the cassette out. Ooh, a cassette it. even. Well, yeah, dude. Check you out. Heck yeah, this was... You dated yourself there. It, I know, I did. Takes <laughs> the cassette out, looks at it, doesn't say a word, <laughs> smashes it on my dresser corner. What? And breaks it into a thousand little pieces. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, in my mind, yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to get another one. You didn't stop me <laughs> from listening. Oh. And to this day, I still listen Rebel. to the cranberries, and I love them <laughs> digitally. <laughs> digitally smashed on my computer, right. unless my dad comes in and smashes my computer. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that was funny is, and I think about this. I'm 40 years old now. Yeah. And so I think about my dad tried to stop me from listening to bad music, or what he deemed as bad music, whatever. But it didn't stop me. No, it doesn't. So what do you do when, when you're trying to convince your kids, don't listen to this stuff? Yeah. 
because I still listen to the Cranberries to this day, and I love them. Yeah, I, I don't. That's a really good question because you're trying to influence your kids, but they're going to listen. They're going to do what they're going to do. That's the scary thing, teach right? Teach them what's right, right? right. I, I just heard a thing on. Um, I think it was. Can can we say Caleb? Are we allowed to say Caleb? I don't know. I don't know. I think I just did though. So I was listening to Caleb on my way here. <laughs> I think you just did too. And so um, <laughs> they were saying that. Um, Studies, new studies are coming out that basically show that uh, parents who are very, uh, they force their children to eat things or they uh, make it so that their children can't eat things, like if they're very like restrictive one way or the other about what their kids can eat, actually create picky eaters. There's actually like like now studies that show that that's actually something that that is pretty common when we have a very restrictive parent, one way or the other, again, restricting what they can or can't eat, um, that the kids turn into picky eaters as adults. Really? Right? Yeah. As I would think the other way around. Mm. You see, when I grew up, it was, this is what we're eating. Right. If you don't want to eat this, then I guess you're going to go hungry because we're we not making extra else. food. Yeah. We're not, we're not making a special plate for you today because you don't happen to like broccoli. Right. This is dinner. And yeah. if you don't like it, go hungry because yeah. you're not going to die by missing a meal. Right? Right. And, and, and I, I love, honestly, I'm, I'm so thankful my parents did that because it taught me to eat food. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, maybe I eat a little too much food sometimes. <laughs> but um, I do. I did get the COVID-12. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably right around there myself yeah, too. So I'm trying to. Working it off. I did OMAD today. OMAD? What's OMAD? One meal a day. One meal a day. O- O-M-A-D? M-A-D. OMAD. OMAD would make me mad because I get hangry. Do you? I do. I try. I, I tend to get hangry a little bit, oh, man. but I did OMAD, yeah. and it was uh, Kimberly and I celebrated our anniversary. Happy anniversary. And it's Happy 18 years. 18 good, years good, of marriage. Good on you. And so we went out to um, the Olive Garden. Mm. Can I say the Olive Garden? You can. And then Classic I- Classic and- I had and the freaking, uh, what is it? What do they the, call it? The, Authentic uh, Italian the tour. cuisine. <laughs> the tour of Italy. Tour, I had the tour. The tour of Italy. I had the tour of Italy. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, and that was a lot of food. And then I love the breadsticks dipped oh, in the yeah. Alfredo. Uh, they're like, do you want a boat? I'm like, yeah, the largest boat you have. Boat. And that's what they call it. So they bring out this bowl of Alfredo. I would have called it a tub. And I'm just <laughs> I'm just dipping the breadsticks in, in the Alfredo, and I'm just like chowing down. Wow. And the whole time in my mind, I'm thinking of Jim Gaffigan's skit about the the pasta bread bowl that Domino's. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> like totally. why would my dad? If my dad loved us, why would he eat the pasta bread bowl? <laughs> you know? And uh, yeah, yeah. So I just enjoyed the pasta and the bread mm. <laughs> and the tour of and Italy the bowl of. And the bowl of Alfredo, Alfredo sauce. sauce. Oh, you called it gravy earlier. So good. Gravy. What's Ooh. up with that? Delicious. Delicious. Yes, sir. Oh, well, happy anniversary, by the way. So. Well, thanks. There you go. Thanks. And what's so, the, uh, what's the the best thing in the last eighteen years? And I'm springing this question. The on you. best thing. Yeah, yeah. Best moment. Do you have a best moment? Have you picked out a best oh, moment? I can't know. The okay. best moment Think in eighteen it. years. The best moment, yeah, I don't know. in marriage, What's the best thing that happened to you in eighteen years. I you have no have, idea. I don't know. You can have more than one, I guess. The best thing that happened to me in eighteen years with your wife. Hmm. 
I uh, dude, I I'm totally stumped. Totally right. blank. Well, it's okay. I got nothing. You could have multiple too, and you just can't pick one. Four, four things are the four best things. Best moments. You could. My children. I don't know. I'm not answering the question for you. I'm asking you. <laughs> I'm not arguing that with you. <laughs> um. No, I tell you what, though. I I I can say this. I am a better man today mm. because of my wife and because of my children. Nice. Because I don't know if this happened to you, but this happened to me. When Jonathan, my firstborn, was born, I immediately was like, I've got to be better. Mm. I have to step up. I can't be playing Call of Duty all day long. Not that I really was, but I was like, I need, and that's when I really started pursuing all my licenses and certifications and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Okay. Because I was like, I got to provide. Yeah. I got to provide for my family. I gotta got to provide real. for my son. Yeah, it just got real. Yeah. Because when it was just the two of us, and, and that really, and obviously Jonathan with all of his special needs stuff brought us closer together. Yeah. Either that or we're going to let it separate us, but we're like, nope, we're going to come together and we're going to team up. And uh, that's the one cool thing about Kimberly is that we are a team. Yeah. We're definitely a team. And yeah. we're closer today and I have more respect for her today and more uh, just admiration of everything she does as a mom. And we still bicker. We still fuss at each other. Oh, yeah. I, I think all couples do to some degree. In fact, probably even, I hate to say it even more, the, the longer we're married, only because we know each other more and more deeply. Right. And we know each other's junk. We know each yes. other's... And that, that, you and I were talking about douchiness yeah. <laughs> earlier. We used <laughs> yeah. that term. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That my, my wife knows my douchiness right. a and, lot more now than hard. she did when she first married it, Yes, me. exactly. And it's hard to live with someone who knows your your crap yeah. and still loves you in spite of that. That's the thing with, with my wife. I love her deeply and dearly um, that that she puts up with my junk. Mm -hmm. and And that's... I have a I have a lot yeah. of stuff, and she does such a great job of the hard part, helping me be better. Yeah, and I'm not trying to interrupt you or anything, sure, but I'm right. going to interrupt you. The hard part about <laughs> about uh, being married to somebody so long, yeah, is that you have less patience for the crap. Yeah, I think that's you true. know, it's like, dude, we already covered this. <laughs> I thought we talked about this seven thing. years ago. Right, right. Why are we still dealing with the same yeah. thing? I thought but we it, I think that's you know I thought we already came to the conclusion that I was wrong, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like that's the hard part. It's like when you when it's something that you have a fear or insecurity of whatever yeah. and it's just like eh, you're doing it again and I, the the thing that i don't want to happen yeah and just maybe talking about it will be helpful the thing that i don't Often want to is. happen with me and kimberly yeah is uh i don't want us to grow old and be that bitter old couple you know when you see those old couples that like that's that's not right. This is the details of this situation, and you've uh, misplaced all those details, and I, I am wrong or right, other. and you're wrong. You know, like, yeah. why do old couples talk to each other like that? That yeah. makes me sad. Like, it does make me sad, too. I don't want that to happen. Like, no. like, it's hard to find old married couples that still are respectful and kind to each other. Mm. But you, you know, like, man, 
I've seen I've seen both sides where the old husband is just talking kind of snotty to his wife, and I've seen it where the wife's talking snotty to her husband or mm. about her husband, and that's just super sad to me. I'm yeah. like, I, well, it I, is. I don't want us to talk snotty to each other. Yeah. I want us to always talk to each other with some type of respect and love and kindness. Right. And and you would think like at, towards the end of your marriage, if you've been married like 40, 50 years, you'd be like so thankful this person hung in there with you and dealt with all your crap. Or maybe you're just like, what's wrong with you that you stayed here and dealt with all this crap? <laughs> what's wrong with Something you? Something wrong with you. <laughs> Obviously, you can't remember anything, uh, right? Well, at that point, maybe they don't I just remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they do. I don't know. Uh, I, I, though, I am, I'm super, super thankful for my wife. Um, fine, I love you, and, and I hope you're doing well today when you're listening, so um, looking forward to hanging out later. Oh, that's nice. That's so, really sweet. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. That's just I, great. Oh, you, come on. <laughs> you, come on. You had 18 years. Uh, where, say your you're like 24 years? Well, this year will be, this year will be 22 married. Right. But we dated for like six years prior, so we've been actually together for 28. That's amazing. It is, that is amazing. And when I think back, it's almost 30. Almost 30 years. 30 years. That we've been like. It goes fast. In a relationship of some kind. And you know what? For those men out there who are dabbling with the idea of like, would it be better with a different woman? Hmm. Or anything like that. The only thing I could think of is it might be t- for a short period of time, but then once you start delving into the craziness of the other chick. Well, and they get to know your douchiness too. Right, exactly. But, and that's what Kimberly and I tell each other. Like, we've gotten to a point we've been together so long that we're used to each other's brand of crazy. Yeah. Because yeah. we've learned it and we've also learned how to cope with it and to deal with it. Yeah. So when she's going crazy or I'm going crazy, we both have learned how to deal with it and move on. Yeah. If you had a new crazy, a to new get used set of to, crazy to yeah, learn, dude, that's hard. just, we've invested so much time. Why would you ever throw that away? You know, like, it's just like, uh, it's for, too for hard. For just another kind of crazy. Yeah, because mm-hmm. because we're all crazy. At, at some degree, I think you're right. Every single one of us has issues and stuff we're dealing with. That so why trade a certain set of issues for a different set of issues that you got to learn all over again? Yeah, right? it's all brand new. Right? I mean, maybe that's the allure that it's just different issues. Right. But they're still the issues. The grass is not greener. It's exactly right. It is, it's the exactly. same. It's not greener. It's still grass. And you know why it's typically not greener where you are? Because you're not watering it. Oh, wow. Sorry, but that was... That was good. You know, you got to water the grass where you are if you want greener grass. I like that. That's a great analogy. So, there you go. So, we're talking about the way this week, I think, right? I know yeah. it was a rough transition there. That was terrible. I know. That was Maybe really rough. my segues, but... I'm just trying to... I, I really like Joe Rogan. He he curses a lot. You like Joe Rogan? The podcast. Uh, okay. The Joe Rogan podcast. I like the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. He curses a lot. Which, not a big fan of which I'm not a big fan of cursing. cursing. Um, but I've done my share. Don't get me wrong. I, li- I think the reason he is so popular is because he seems genuine. He just speaks his mind. He just speaks his mind. He seems genuine and truthful. Yeah. And he has guests on that talk about whatever. And Well, we try to do that. We try to and speak I like mind. that. I like that. You know? Just to be real. Yeah. And genuine, I'm not going to make a fake show. Right. And this is you and me talking. Right, exactly. That's so, we do. I, you know, I don't want to necessarily have too much of an agenda. Mm-hmm. 
But I also don't want to bore everybody out there listening either. Right, right. You know? Well, last week we talked about the truth, right? And and what is truth? Can we know truth and all that? And I know we had alluded to uh, the, the second thing that Jesus said that he was. He said, I am the way. Well, the first thing, really. The first thing. I am the way. But we skipped that. We did. Yep. And jumped the, to the and truth. jumped to the truth and then the life. Yeah. Right. Way the truth and life. So, no what does it mean by me? So, what is the the way? I always thought that was an interesting phrase, the way, especially because that was what the early church was known as. If you read Acts, they were called followers of the way. Now, that was they weren't called Christians until years later. Well, in I Antioch. like that because Jesus calls himself the way. Yeah. So and to say f- I'm followers, followers of, of the, way, the way, which is like saying I'm follower of Christ. Yes. I'm follower of the way. I love that. I've, I've always loved that phrase, the way. And I wish, I, I still wish people used it today because you don't really hear it. Well, let's start much. it up, dude. Let's do it. Man. Let's just start it. Followers of the way. We're followers of the way. It's good, man. I like what, it. What way? Whose way? Yeah, exactly. Talking about the way. Exactly, right? Then, well, where two or more are gathered in my name, His name, there I am also, right? Yep. So we're gathered in the name of the way. Ooh. Right? I like it. Yeah, it's good stuff. It is good. Okay, so what does it mean when Jesus says, I am the way, mm. the truth, which we kind of talked about last week, mm-hmm. and the life? And the life. So what does it mean? So let's dive into the way. I am the way. Well, when, he, he, I think he, he says right afterwards, no one comes to the Father yep. but by me. So he so is the way so, to the Father, the only way to God. There was in Acts 4.12, there's there one name given among men whereby we must be saved, right? And that's the name of Jesus. Well, I do like... He's the only way. I, I like that because, yes, and I think that's what it means in there, but I think it's multiple levels. Okay. So let's peel back a peel layer. Peel back a layer to the onion. <clears throat> if you could say, follow me, yeah. I am the way. He's Salvation is not of works, so let's just get that out of the way. You sure. cannot earn your way into heaven. Right. He did say, follow me to his disciples. That's how he called him. He said, follow right. me, which is saying, I'm, he's saying, right, I'm but, the way, right. follow me. Right, I'm the way. So, but what I see is that too is like, I'm the example. Mm. Okay, yeah. Right? Follow what I do. Do what I do. Do what I do. I'm going to show you. This is the way. Follow. That's hey, like from The Mandalorian. Exactly. I love how they hijack that though. I know. This is the way. This is the way. That's, I, I, I can picture Jesus saying that all the time when he's preaching. Yeah. <laughs> he gives the Beatitudes, Sermon on the Mount, right? And he goes, this is the way. At the end, yeah. <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> that would be awesome. Reimagined. But that's basically what he's saying, too. I am the way. This is the way. Yeah. Like, like what, okay. what he did and what he said exactly. so, is what we need to emulate. Right. So, exactly. Thank you. Thank you for helping word that in a proper way. Sure. Because it, it, so, uh, you got to be clear. It's, it, you're never going to earn your way right. into heaven. Jesus is the only way. The only way. But I think you can peel back the layers and say, okay, you go to the Father through the way, mm-hmm. which is Jesus Christ, but he's also going to show you the way to live. Yeah. The the attributes of the way. Right, right, right. So what are the attributes of the way? It's a good question. Yeah. Right? How did Jesus live? I think the first and probably most important one is that he loved people. Oh, yeah. He loved people. He didn't. 
he didn't come at that time to be the judge. And right? he says that, that. that'll be later. Yep. But he 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 came and he hung out with the quote unquote dregs of society, right? The prostitutes, the tax collectors, the people, who, the Samaritans, people who were in, in that culture, the lowest of the low, right? The, the, the sick, the people who needed a savior. He didn't go to the religious people. Yeah, he, he went to the religious people to tell them, them out to tell them that they were their, screwing it yeah. up, right? But he came to, to love and to, to tell these other people about himself as the way to, uh, to 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 reach God, I guess to 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 make it. Well, think about what he is calling himself in that moment too. Like to to say, "I am the way." Mm-hmm. That's huge. Yeah, that's that's huge. That means there is no other way. There's no other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. You know what I mean? There yeah. is no other way. It's like I. He didn't say I am a way. Right. He said, I'm one of many ways. Right. He said, I am the way. Exactly. Definite article. Exactly. The way. That's huge. Yeah. And so that gives him the authority. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, you know, the, the, the naysayers out there who say like, oh, yeah, Jesus was just a really good prophet. And, you know, uh, and he said some really nice things. And sure, if, if you take what he said at face value, yeah, he said some really great things about how to live. But he also said he was the way. Yep. So if you if you pick and choose, right? If you kind of cherry pick the things that he said, yeah, he was just a, a prophet. But if you look at everything that he mm-hmm. said, it was very very specific. Yep. And he he basically said there is no other way. Yeah. I am the way. And so you, you either have to believe that or you don't. Exactly. And you have to take that into consideration with everything else that he said, right? Not just oh, you know, he said it told told us to be nice to one another and and that that's the way we should, you know, give to the poor and all the stuff that people pick out of the Bible, that those are the ways that we're supposed to be. Uh, he was more than that. Exactly. And the, the, the neat thing is the term, the way, mm-hmm. is used in martial arts. Yes, it is. And which I think is fascinating, too, because it's the, because d- d- isn't, now correct me if I'm wrong, because now I'm going into your world here. Yes, sir. Taekwondo. Do is basically the fist foot way foot hand way the mm-hmm. foot hand way yeah. right yeah. and so it's saying here is how you master the foot hand way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're yeah. going to teach yeah. you and show you judo right it ends in do right so the japanese or korean for way right so taekwondo judo uh, aikido right there there are many many dos in the martial arts world right. Because in the martial arts, there there's not just one way to do things, but that's martial arts. So my point with that, though, is the way mm-hmm. we're supposed to follow yeah. the way and learn the way. Yeah. That's and, why in our and style, implement it's, it's actually the way. called Chitudo, which is just a Mandarin translation of, it's the Christian martial way, or the way of the anointed one, right? Because the Chi and the two kind of comes combines together to, to mean... Christ-like or Christ-centered. Oh, that's cool. So it's the Christ, Christian way. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's awesome. So that's why we do what we do, and that's why we call it what we do, because it is, it's not our way, it's his way. Oh, I love that, too. That's a great thing. I am the way, mm-hmm. and you need to follow the way. Yeah. And learn the way. Yeah. 
and it is not your way. Right. Yeah. That's huge. We don't have ownership of this way. <laughs> I love that. We really don't. It's his. And people in the in the whole world are like, you can make your own way. Oh, right. I know. And, yeah, your and, own path. Find your own at, path. Look at that interchangeable with the truth. It's yeah. your own truth. Yeah. It's your own Jesus. It's the same lie. It's your own way. The same lie it's we talked the, about last your week. your own Jesus. Yeah. You're creating your own God. It's your path. It's your way. And what is that doing? That's elevating you to the place of God. Yeah. That's elevating you place... That's elevating yourself to the level that Christ put himself on. Yeah. Saying that you are... That you are the way. Yeah, that you are the way. <laughs> yeah, and you're not. And you're not. <laughs> and your way is not the way. Yeah. There is only one way. There's only one. I love that. That is cool. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. What is another attribute of the way other than love? Oh, dude, uh, the fruits of the Spirit would mm. be the attributes... Of okay. the way. Love it. Right? What are those? So we said love, because that is the first right. one listed. Patience. Okay. Kindness. Sure. Gentleness. Mm-hmm. Long-suffering. Yeah. Peace. Did I already say that one? I don't think you did. Joy. Joy. Peace. Patience. Well, that's long-suffering. Yeah. Self-control. Yeah. yeah all of these things. These Yeah, yeah these are... They're, they're fruits, and I we've talked about before, many, many episodes ago, I think we talked yeah. about what, what is fruit. Fruit is, is outward demonstration of what kind of tree that it is, and so when there's that fruit growing off of you, then that means the Spirit of God is in you, which means you are following the way, right? Because if you're following the way, if you're, if you're doing what Jesus did, if you're, if you're following his teachings, right? If you are a follower of the way, then the things that he said should be also coming out of you. Yeah, and I think that you can't do it on your own. So that's where people, where again, you're like, you can be your own God, or you can do this all by yourself. You can be, you can have those attributes following your own way without mm. following the way. And I think you could try really hard. Yeah, you could probably have some success. Some for a success short time. doing. Yep. But the genuine help that we need is by following the way, and, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a natural consequence of following the way, hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, pursuing and learning. Just like, don't, like when you teach people your martial arts, it's like practice this over and over yeah, and right? over. And so when... No one is just good at it to right, begin with. So when it Nobody. happens... Your, your instinct is to naturally deflect or block or whatever it is, right? Because you sure. practice it. It's that muscle memory. Right. Right? And so that's what it means to like follow the way. Yeah. Practice it. Well, and that's, that's... Implement it in your life. Do it over and over. And then when the hard times hit, yeah. you're going to be patient. Right. You're going to be kind. Because you practiced it. When uh, some weird virus hits <laughs> and you lose your job... Yeah. And crap hits the fan, yep. you're going to be more kind. Yep. You're going to be patient. You're going to be long-suffering. You're going to show self-control because you've Peace. been practicing those Because you've been practicing. And that, you know, it's funny because that's the, the, the where we get, well, the word disciple, right? Jesus had 12 disciples, right? He had more. But the, we talk about the 12 disciples. But um, was the, the, the root of the word disciple is discipline. Right. And discipline is 
is the act of uh, devoting yourself to a way, right? Specifically oh, cool. the way and putting it into practice, right? I discipline. love that. Discipline isn't about punishment so much. Discipline is about following a way. I love what you said, devoting yourself yeah, to, to the way. To the way. To, to, to be a disciple, to be a disciplined person of the way, you are practicing, putting into practice every day the, the attributes, right? The fruits of the Spirit. You are putting those things into practice in your life and you're disciplined, right? You're, you're, that, that's what it means to be a disciple, a follower of the way. Right? Those words are almost interchangeable when we talk about follower and disciple, right? But a disciple is characterized by one who is disciplined, which does involve training, right? Discipline involves training. It has to, because we don't just have it. We have to work at it. We have to practice. We have to practice. It, nothing comes without practice. And again, I think I say this almost in every episode we do how do you practice that and and the bible is very clear be different be transformed there it is by the renewing of your mind so so when you're out there and you are following the way Mm -hmm. and you slip up be aware of that yeah catch those thoughts take them captive and be like i just lost my patience just now Mm mm-hmm Confess it. Jesus, help me right. to show self-control and stop cursing or stop yelling. Help me to show patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. Yeah. I need your help. Right. Because I keep failing out of that. Yeah. Keep screwing up. Right. Training involves messing up, by the way. Yes. Right? Because no one is perfect and no one gets it right the first and, time. So you're going to make mistakes. And, and you got to give yourself a little bit of a break. Yeah. And you know what? If we didn't have bad things, we couldn't practice. Right. Right? And you, so, now, you can learn from other people's mistakes right. for a little while, but there's a point at which when you're practicing these things... But until you're, you're smacked in the face... You're going to make You're not going to know how that feels, and then try it. Okay, I just got smacked in the face. Let's try it again. I need to do better next time. Yeah, let's try it again. Okay, here it, here it comes. Here it comes. Uh, oh, I just blocked it. Yay, it you know, because Because last time I didn't know what to do, I got yeah. smacked in the face. Yeah. It's called life experience, yeah. you know? And we're all trying to get better. Right, or we should be, hopefully. But we need the way to show us. Training in the way. Yes. Right, so who then trains us in the way? Good question. Who does train us in the way? (laughs) Well, how do we get training in the way? By someone who's been there? Yeah, man. A mentor? Maybe, yeah, leaders. Well, it could be a pastor, could be a teacher, could be an, an elder could be someone who has gone down that road before you, right? Ultimately, Christ is our teacher. Right. Right? The Holy Spirit is, is also one there yep. and has, has been given to us, right? God's Spirit has been given to us to teach and to train and to lead, right? And, and all paths of righteousness and all that. Uh, but that's, you know, what's written in Scripture is there to teach us the way, right? It's written there for us. 
right? But how do we live it? Right. Right. How do we live it in today's society and in the context of what's going on in the world today, in our families, in our community? Um, yeah, we absolutely have to have people in our lives yes. who have been there. And you have to share your experience too, because you can't, yeah, absolutely. because each one of us has its, uh, our own unique perspectives mm-hmm. and our own scenarios that God has taken us through. Yeah. And if we don't share that with somebody, right, right, that's a failure on our part. Yeah. Because like God gave me a special needs son. Mm. One of the reasons why he gave me a special needs son is so I can encourage, encourage other dads. Yeah. That have special needs kids. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like you know, like God took me through that and God's right. taking you through certain things. Yeah. I think God And takes, you can use those absolutely. to help other people. So like when people struggle, yeah. Be like, it's okay, I've been here. I've been through that. I've been there, right. And that's and, I think that's our part of our responsibility. Yes. Absolutely part of our responsibility. When when because Jesus said, Go into the world and what do you say? Make disciples. Disciples. Make other followers of the way. Help people become more disciplined in the way, which means we have to teach them. We have to train them. And they say, this is what happened to me, and this is how I overcame it, and I see you struggling this way too, mm-hmm. and here's what, here's what you can do. Here's the way to follow to get out of what it is that you're going into right now. I love that. And each one of us has our own unique thing. Yeah. Because if you don't think you have anything to share, that's not true. It's not true. She would be like, you could be like, I used to mine in a coal mine, and I found that really hard and discouraging until I found the way. Hmm. And now I'm going to show you how I got over this. Yeah. Something that would never apply to me. Right. Right? Yeah. But same thing with special needs. That's a very specific thing. Same thing with you. Yeah. And whatever's going on, you can share that. Yep. When you see other people hurting in that realm, it's your duty. If you've been there. It's your duty to share And you've worked through that. Because God's given you that. Absolutely. To share. To share. It's a gift. You know, and that's one of the reasons why sometimes hard stuff happens to us yes. in this life is because as God helps us get through those things, he's teaching us the way. That's right. And then we can share that with other people. And that's our responsibility to make sure that we do that. So if you've got someone in your life who is going through some stuff that you've been through and you can uh, give some perspective, if you can give some guidance, if you can say, hey, let's give some empathy too, right? Hey, man, mm-hmm. I've been there. And um, I've dealt with that, and and this is what I did, right? I mean that that's a huge, huge I think that's thing. Your responsibility Absolutely. to do that. I think that's I your duty. Yeah, you know, it is. It is absolutely and to, to be to help other people become disciples. Yep, and to incur lift one another up. Yeah, I mean there is like this weird thing that is going around. Uh, where if you have knowledge in a certain situation, like to keep that knowledge, because if you give that knowledge away, <laughs> you've just made yourself less valuable. It's, yeah. It's or funny. something like that. There's that in the martial arts too. It's kind of weird that like people I'm have I'm holding this, on to this knowledge. Yeah, well, because if I give it all away, then I'm less valuable. Exactly. Right? But then other people are going to know the same thing. But that's what we're what called to do. Exactly. Right? But that, I mean, that's ultimately... I mean, in martial arts wise, just to go back to my example, that's how martial arts get passed down. Because if you don't pass on everything that you know, it dies with you. Yeah. And then part of your art is gone because you were selfish and you didn't give it to the next generation or the generation after that. That's selfishness. And that's not how, that's not the way. That is not the way. And so we have to share 
everything. And in that, you know, the vulnerability that comes with that is that maybe your disciples, your fault, the people who are following your lead in this get thing, better than you. They might actually get better than you. Isn't that what we're supposed to want? I think so, because, you know, I want that for my kids. You right. know, we were talking about that a little earlier before yep. we came on the air is, you know, we want what's best for our kids. And we and as dads, we want our, our sons and daughters to be better than us. We want not, and not necessarily like to to have more things or to, you know, we just want them to to be better followers of the way than we were. We want them to learn from our mistakes. We want them to maybe not even make the same mistakes we did, make their own mistakes. But uh, there are things that we've learned we want to pass on to them, right? And that's our responsibility and our duty as dads to make sure that our kids learn those lessons, right? That's right. And we're supposed to demonstrate that in our own lives. Right. Because I love when Paul actually says, do what I do. Look at me as yeah. an example. Yeah, yeah. Follow Paul, me. Paul did it. He and, said it. And he said, he's like, do what I do. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you're if you're wondering, watch me. Yeah. We're supposed to do those dads yeah. to, for our, for our children. Agreed. We're supposed to go, children, watch me. Yep. Come, come here. Come stand right by me. We're going to do this together. This is how you do it. And I you're think, supposed to, that's your duty. That's your job yeah. as a father is to bring your kids close to you and say, follow me. I'm going to show you the way. Right. That's what Jesus I'm did. I'm going to show you Jesus Christ. That's what Jesus did for his disciples. And I think because he told us to make disciples, that's what we're also supposed to do, not only with our kids, but with our quote unquote spiritual kids. Right. Right. If we're leading people to Christ, if we're being the light of the world, if we're showing other people the way, follow me, they're going to need people to show them the way. And exactly. that's our job as well. If you who have been there before, mm-hmm. it is your duty. To show other people the way. Yeah, and and the way in all kinds of certain situations, yeah. financially. Right. Here's how I do it. Here's right. how we do it. We we give some, we spend some, we save some. Yeah. Here's how we do it with work. We work as if we're working for the Lord. Let me show you the way to live life. Yeah. The way of Jesus Christ. Right. Jesus showed us, I'm going to try and follow it. And and we're going to make mistakes, we're going to screw up, we say this all the time, but show up and do your best. Show up. And do, do your best. best. Love it. I mean, it should be on a t-shirt or something. It should be. I think we do have a, <laughs> a t-shirt. Pair of leggings. You know maybe. what? I think check me out <laughs> if I'm wrong, people. Go to our website, click on the merch button, buy some merch. Donate. <laughs> it's there. No, but that is that is cool. That is our job. We're yeah. supposed to be Showing our children, and this is why it's crucial for husbands and fathers to show up. Yeah. Because we're supposed to be standing tall yep. and say, follow me, I'm going to show you the way. So what The way to live life. What if we're not? What do we do? To be, I mean, we want to be encouraging here on our, on our thing to one another. Yep. But we also want to give people some practical steps and, and, and things that they can do. And what if somebody's listening who's not? What if somebody's listening who is, uh, who hasn't been... If they're really self-reflective, mm-hmm. not been doing a great job of leading, whether it be their children or other people, they just haven't been a good example. What is something that the person could do? What do you think? Now, we haven't talked about this ahead of time, so I'm just throwing this out there. That's tough. That's a good question because, like, if you don't, I don't love is always a, a great place to place start. To yeah, start. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Just love people, man. Love, yeah. Because Jesus also calls himself that. Yeah, I am love, right? So he, you know, 
So I would start there. And what? Love God, love people. Right, love God, love First people. First two most important commandments. A practical way, man. Start reading in the Book of John. Yeah. Well, I guess the first thing I would ask that person is, "Who are you following?" Well, the thing is, how does somebody break the the cycle? So, like, like if you're a, if you're a dad out there, or a husband who didn't have a dad. Mm-hmm. Or who had an abusive father, or had an right. absentee father, who had a bad instructor, who had a no example, <laughs> or a terrible right. example, or a bad instructor. Yeah. How do you? Well, the thing. How do you model what you don't know in the martial arts? I, I. People ask, and it's kind of important in the martial arts business. Who's your instructor? Mm-hmm. Like what's your quote pedigree? How did you learn? Who taught you? you? Who taught you and who taught them and who taught them? Because that kind of stuff, if you learn from the wrong people. You're going to learn wrong techniques. They'll teach you stupid stuff that isn't going to work or whatever. Right. right? And there's all kinds of bad stuff. So same kind of thing, right? What's our martial arts pedigree? So what's our, what is our spiritual pedigree too? Are we, are we actually following Christ or are we following some some person? And the things that they say. Some weird philosophy or whatever. Right? So are we are we checking out things that people tell us? Are we searching the scriptures to see if they're true? Um, or are we just taking people's word for it? I mean, these are things. What are the spiritual disciplines? Yeah. So we need to examine those things first. What are the spiritual disciplines that we put into our lives to make sure that we're following the right people or following the right and, and way? It, that's a great point because you can, you can get healing— I, I believe God can restore you, sure. and and you can break that cycle. But it, the thing is, even if you had no example or you had a bad example, it's hard not to put that example when you develop your relationship with God. Yeah, yeah. Because your viewpoint of the Father would be your viewpoint of your real Father, of your actual earthly. So father, yeah. you know, there, there's a very real correlation. There's a real correlation yeah. there. So if you have an absentee father, you're going to think God's not even here. Right. He's not he watching. Doesn't care. He doesn't care. Yeah. It, you know, it's but very, if you, very common. If, yeah, it, 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 that correlation happens all the time. Yeah. If you know your relationship with God very much will resemble your relationship with your father. Yeah, which is why dads, it's so important that we have good relationships with our kids. Exactly. You know, I know, I know, and we probably said it a bunch. On our, I mean, that's what we do. We're twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty episodes into this thing, and twenty nine <laughs> every week. It's like dads, it's important. We have to do a good job because our kids' view of God depends upon how well we parent. Exactly. It is true. And that will affect them the rest of their lives and affect yep. your grandchildren It'll and your great-grandchildren. Yep. And generational stuff it's, happens. It, and that is why everything is spiritual. Yeah. If you are getting attacked spiritually, and you may, may not even know it, but for some reason you cannot put down the alcohol or you cannot put down whatever, that's spiritual. Yeah. Because if we can destroy the father, we can destroy the home, and we can destroy generations to come. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's really about that. It it it, it is. Now God can heal. Sure, and, and, and he does all the time. And he does all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know you can break that cycle. Yeah. Um, but man, I think that cycle starts on your knees. Yeah, oh, that's good. Uh, you know, just like. Uh, God, I have no idea what I'm doing. I had a bad example. I, I don't want to put those um, thoughts on you, you know, of who you are. Help me know who you are. Yeah, show me. Show me who you are. Yep. Bring people into my life because I want to be healed. Yeah. And and start 
breaking out of that mm-hmm. because it's going to take a lot of healing, but God can do it. He absolutely can. You know, there's there's countless stories mm-hmm. of, of men who were in abusive uh, families where their dad abused them, whatever, and God healed them, and they were able to be incredible examples for their children. Yeah. And we should find some of those dads and have them on, have we them share their to, stories. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because it's important. That it is. It matters. That it is. Yep. That would be that would be great. It's good, man. So follow the way. And the thing right. is, I don't know. The truth of it is, I'm thankful that I had a dad who tried really yeah. hard. And Me I'm too. thankful that I've got I, I I've taken on my own belief system now mm-hmm. uh with the word of God. Yeah. And uh I know that I am nothing without Jesus. Yeah. That he is the way. The way. The truth and the life. Yep. And there's no other way. And uh, so that's what I choose to believe, and I have faith yeah. that that is the right way. But it's been a good way, you know it, what I it mean? It is a good way, and that's that's thing. Like, bottom line, like when a it lot comes of people like reading exactly. the scripture. If you just do what it says, regardless of your yeah, if belief, you, if yes. you just do what Jesus said to do, if you do what the Bible says to do about right about living, you're going to have a successful, prosperous, you're, you're, and I'm not. I don't want to say prosperous like I'm going to make a ton of money, right? And I'm going to have, but you're going to be healthier. Yeah, like you're just going Life to will be better. It, it is because if you serve your wife and mm-hmm. you serve your children, you're going to be more, more fulfilled. People yeah. that are self-centered and live lives that are all about themselves yeah. are miserable. Yeah, right, right. And it doesn't matter if they gain the whole world, they know that there's something wrong. Yep. There are certain laws of nature, if you will, mm-hmm. that if you live completely by yourself and it's all about you, you live an empty, shallow life yep. that has no meaning and is totally yep. worthless. The most fulfilled life is a life of sacrificial service. Yes. you can. I mean, anybody you can talk to and they're going to tell you that. Even, yes, exactly that's, right. That's the way. It is. It <laughs> is. That is the way. I and mean, Jesus, you give up what you want to do that's right. and help and serve other people it's get a, what they want to do. You're exactly right. And there's this lie and there's this there's this deception that to be a Christ follower, you're a bigot or you're a racist oh, right. or you're a homophobe or you're all these things and you're nothing but a and big you have hypocrite. To a set of rules. And you have to follow the set of rules to be good and do all this right. stuff. And that is not true that, at all. No. If you actually, for those people, if you actually read the Bible, yeah. Jesus talks about freedom in him. Yeah. It's amazing. And once you understand there's forgiveness, because we all know yeah. there's a sense. Let me read this. Yeah. This is awesome. This is Psalms 19. Okay. We all know that there's something out there. All right. We all know. Listen to this. Psalms 19.1. The heavens are telling of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. So think about whenever you watch a sunset. Yeah. Right. You look at the that constellations. That just didn't happen by accident. Right. You look at the constellations. Yeah. And then the second part of that verse. So the heavens are telling of the glory of God and their expanse. Space, space. The, the expanse is declaring the work of your hands. Hmm. There is evidence all around the constellations. Yeah. How they're that yeah. didn't just the happen. Sun, the moon, the sun, planets. the moon, the clouds, the sunsets, the planets. Like, yeah. well, when you look at a constellation and you see the pattern there, oh, that's just random. <laughs> There's no creator. You have to be choosing ignorance. Yeah, willfully. Willful ignorance. 
to yeah, say that there is no there's creator. Too much proof. Too much evidence. It is, and so yeah. we all know it. Yeah, everybody, and and that's why the Bible says we're all at, without excuse. Yeah. yeah. And so stop making yourself the center of your life. If you're a person who doesn't believe in God, stop being so egotistical. You know, and, and even and I, stop being so prideful. I think there's people out there who profess a faith in Christ also who do similar things. Oh, absolutely. You know, who who's who make it about them. Yes. Who make it about um, their experience, their way, and their way. Yeah. Right. But yet they say, "Well, yeah, I believe in God," or "Yeah, I believe in Jesus," but they still live a life that's void of fruit. Yep. It's void of the fruits of the spirit. Right. If you see somebody who doesn't love. I believe uh, the first John says they are a liar and the truth is not in them. When right? You, the truth. We talked about the last week. I love that, dude. Right? That's awesome. That means Jesus is not in them. If they say that they love God and they don't love people, Jesus is not in them. That's awesome. That they're liars. Uh, it's true. First John. That's the truth. That is the tr- truth. Uh, that is great. The truth is not in them. Yes. Jesus is not in them. Yep. Right there. Right it there. says it. If you don't love people, then that's evidence. Yeah. If you call yourself yeah. a Christian right. and you don't love people, you don't love people, the truth is not in you. It's not. Christ is it's not, not in there. you. You're a liar. Oh, man, that's good. And, and that's not the way. No, that's right? not the way. So the way is love people. Yeah, and Colossians says, and the people that God has given you, mm-hmm. those are your first priority. Yep. And if you don't take care of them... You're worse yep. than an unbeliever. Yep. Worse. Wow. And that's someone who doesn't have the way or the truth. Yeah. Or the life in or them. Or the life, yeah. Life will be for another for another day. Yeah. No, that's awesome. All right. Well, thank you for that. Hey, man. That's good talk. I love that, dude. That that is really good. I just want to thank everybody. Thank you, Dennis, for hey, being hey, here, sitting welcome. in my thank bunker you. at one in the morning that's with fun. me. I love doing this. In our underground... I love doing it, too. Underground bunker. And <laughs> I love the... Uh, I love our DCXP family. Yep. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Thank we, you for we, listening. We appreciate you guys for listening. It, it's We know a lot of this is Caleb and I talking, and we talk, and we love to chat with each other, and we invite you all to come in and listen to our conversations and get something out of it. Yeah, you know that's that's all that's all we can ask. And, and it, if and you are you getting, yeah, and if you are getting some out of it, uh, let us know. Please do, because pretty, pretty that's please. very that's encouraging to me. Yeah. Oh, me too. Huge. When when we get an email from somebody that says, "Man, you guys had a great thing. You talked about this and that, and it just moved me." Or whatever. I, that whatever it is. That's great <clears> stuff. Man. It's so encouraging. And then, if you're getting something out of it, rate us and mm-hmm. rank us on iTunes. Yep. Give us a review. Um, if you want to support us, go to our website and support us, yeah. and uh, we'll see where this thing goes. Yeah, hopefully it goes somewhere. We we sure like this to go somewhere. Yeah, you know, but God's this, in control. That's the thing. It's and not we've our a- will. and we've asked about it. Not our will. We've but asked God's God about it, and God's mm-hmm. gonna do what He's gonna do. Yep. If He wants it to grow, it'll grow. Yep. Yep. So, you know, we leave it in His hands, and you can help with that. Yep. So, you guys have a good week. And uh, we'll see you probably uh, next Wednesday. Or on our checkup or whenever you click on the next episode. (laughs) The DC Experiment.